In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayigash, we learn the continuation of the story of Yosef and his brothers and the uh, really completion of the total turnaround. Whereas much earlier, the brothers had sold Yosef into slavery um, and ultimately Yosef, as you know, is imprisoned. And then in last week's Parsha, from that uh, state of imprisonment, he turns around and becomes the viceroy, the uh, second most powerful person in the land of Mitzrayim. But in this week's Parsha, he becomes the benefactor of all of his brothers. So he becomes from the oppressed, the one who was oppressed by his brothers, to the benefactor of them, because it's now that Yosef is in charge of really feeding everyone during the years of plague, the years of famine, that is. And he takes care of everybody's needs, first and foremost, the needs of his brothers and their families, um, and he feeds them, takes care of them and all of their needs throughout the years, in the remaining years of the famine in Mitzrayim and beyond. So much so that forever the Jewish people are really called, in Tehillim they're called Soin Yosef, which literally means the sheep of Yosef. Yosef seen as the shepherd of Klal Yisrael, the one who shepherded us with our needs in that, in that very pivotal time. In the Zayhar, Yosef is called the gardener of the garden of the Jewish people. Same idea. He's the shepherd, he's the gardener, he's the one who fed us, the one who took care of us in that time as we were growing into a nation in Mitzrayim. Now one of the things we've done here so many times is looked at the deeper meaning of things and understanding that every part of Torah has so many levels of meaning. So whereas of course on a simple level Yosef is the gardener and Yosef is the shepherd because he fed us and gave us food and therefore sustenance and therefore our very li- you know, our, our liveliness or livelihood, that is, in Mitzrayim. But if Yosef is the shepherd and the gardener on a physical level, that must mean that on a spiritual level, a Yosef as well as the shepherd and the gardener for the garden of the Jewish people, feeding us in more ways than one, not only in the physical way. So what are we referring to? And Hasidus explains something very profound and very beautiful. One of the basic mitzvahs that we have um, most of the mitzvahs that we have are more action-oriented, things that we're supposed to do or not do. But there are what are called the chayvas halavavis, the duties of the heart, and those are the mitzvahs that are more emotional um, in nature. And one of the most uh, prominent and famous of them is the mitzvah to love Hashem, as we say right in the beginning of the Shema, v'yahavta as Hashem aleikecha, we're meant, we're, we're commanded to love Hashem b'chalavavcha with all our hearts, with all our soul, with all our might. The mitzvah to actually have ahavas Hashem to love Hashem. Now love is a, an emotion, and therefore much harder to just uh, do, versus an action, a deed that one does with their hands. An emotion, to create an emotion, obviously takes um, much greater uh, effort. And in fact, that's one of the basic ideas that the, the Sefer of Tanya deals with, is how can one be in charge of, and how can one develop and create emotions. But when we talk about loving Hashem, there's two basic approaches to how we come to love Hashem. One is through using our minds, through reflection and meditation, and we think about the greatness of Hashem and the goodness of Hashem and what Hashem does for us and gives us and so on and so forth. And the more we understand the greatness and goodness and beauty of something, the more we come to appreciate it and ultimately love it. And that is called the Ava, the love of Hashem, that comes through Hisbainanus, through reflection, through meditation, through thinking. And that is one type of Ava Hashem, one type of love of Hashem, one way to come to the fulfillment of that mitzvah. There is, though, another concept, and that is that we already have within ourselves a natural love of Hashem. And that's planted, so to speak, within our soul. And it's just a question of revealing it and connecting to it. Now, to be sure, that might also take thinking in order to reveal it. But here, we're not creating something new. 
So whereas the first type of love, which is a powerful type of love, created by, um, by meditation and reflection, the second is more finding and attaching ourselves or revealing or awakening a love that's already there within our neshama. Says the Alter Rebbe in his Maimir in a Hasidic discourse on this week's Parsha, that that's what Yosef HaTzadik shepherds us with. We say that Yosef is called the shepherd or the gardener, as the Zohar says. That means he's putting things into the souls of the Jewish people, feeding, nourishing our souls. Just as he nourished our bodies by giving us the food in those years of famine, he nourishes the soul of each and every one of us, and that is by nourishing us with that basic feeling of love of Hashem that we have implanted within our neshama, and it's just a question of finding it. Interestingly, he says, just like when you have things that grow from a field, there are things that you plant and they grow. But then there are things that the field just gives out on its own seemingly because of earlier seeds that fell there or planted there without even our knowledge. And he, the, the Alter Rebbe says that these two types of love are like those two types of growths that come from f- forth from the field. The things that we plant and grow, that's like reflecting on something and therefore creating a love. And then there's that which grows on its own, so to speak, or so it seems, because of seeds that may have fell there earlier or from previous harvest, previous years. That's the love of Hashem that's been implanted within ourselves. And that's where Yosef HaTzadik comes in, um, planting uh, or feeding or nourishing our souls with that love of Hashem. And that's what it means, um, Kabbalistically, when the Pasuk says that Yosef took all of the kesef, all of the literally money or silver that was brought in, in that time and brought it al base pare to the home of pare. And Hasidah says that kesef, money, reflects the concept of love. Um, and there's a number of reasons for that. On the simplest level, the word kesef, which is the Hebrew word for money or silver, also means desire. Nichsef, nichsafti is to desire. And that's a love feeling. So Yosef gathered all that love and brought it home and used that to feed us. And feed our neshamas with that love for Hashem. Um, one more beautiful point here is the, one of the words that Terry uses is it says, Vayinahalim Balechem, that he led the, the nation with food. And Rashi says, Vayinahalim Kimoi Vayinahagim. Now, on a simple level, that Rashi is a grammar Rashi dealing with words. The word Nihul, which is to lead, um, is less usual. The word vayinahagim uh, or lenahig is another word for leading. And Rashi is explaining that the word over here, vayinahalim, which is that he led the people, is also the same meaning as the word vayinahagim, which is to lead them. And again, grammatically, that would fit better, vayinahagim uh, versus vayinahalim. But the Rebbe explains that the word lenahel uh, uh, or lenahig, which both mean to lead, one is a more obvious form of leadership. Sometimes the, sometimes the uh, leadership is very, very revealed. One sees how they're being led. And sometimes it's more removed. One doesn't really see how they're being led. The word linahel is more of a distant type of a leadership, where you don't see the relationship between the leader and the one being led. The word linaheg is when it's very direct. You see how the leader is leading, taking you know, the, the one being led by the hand and leading them. So... The Torah specifically uses the word Vayinahalim because this type of love of Hashem that's planted into our neshamas by, the, by Yosef HaTzadik and Yosef HaTzadik's soul is one we, we don't really recognize where it's coming from. It's like the leadership that's indirect, that's very distant. So we just sort of like feel a love for Hashem within ourselves, which is wonderful. But what Rashi is saying is Vayinahalim, that though the leadership 
is distant, is not clear, is not direct, you should know that really it is being led. It is being uh, brought into us and being led by Yosef HaTzadik. And that's why forever we're called Soin Yosef, as we said earlier in Tehillim, we're called the sheep of Yosef. Because we have these powerful feelings and relationships with Hashem that are really put into our neshama, planted into our neshama, by the great Tzadik, by Yosef HaTzadik, who forever remains the one who empowers our neshama with this tremendous uh, feeling of love for Hashem, it's just up to us to, um, to find it, to reveal, to, to reveal it, to connect to it, and to be able to appreciate and benefit from that love of Hashem that He implanted in our neshamas, and therefore forever we're called sheep of His, being gardened, if you will, and fed and pastured by the great Yosef HaTzadik. Have a wonderful Shabbos.